WVOW Local News, now. A man is in custody after allegedly attempting to break an officer's finger in Logan County. I'm Faith Bannister. A Logan police officer pulled over a car with an expired inspection sticker and a broken tag light on Stratton Street Tuesday, but the stop took a violent turn. According to the complaint, passengers in the car told the officer that the driver of the car was going to flee, and when the officer tried to place the driver in handcuffs, he then tried to run away. The suspect started to fight with the officer, threatening him verbally and grabbing one of the officer's fingers and attempting to break it, according to the complaint. A bystander helped the officer, allowing the official to make an arrest. The driver, identified as 42-year-old Larry Joe Carr of Chapmanville, was arrested and charged with battery on an officer, assault on an officer, fleeing on foot, driving on a revoked license, having defective equipment, and having an expired inspection sticker. WVOW News is brought to you by Logan Regional Medical Center. I'm Tanya Crubb, Director of Acute Inpatient Rehab. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Hi, I'm Dr. Wright, surgical podiatrist from Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. I'm Romel Mitchell, Executive Secretary. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Thank you for trusting your care at Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. A woman died Thanksgiving morning in Charleston after wrecking a stolen ambulance into the Canal River. According to Charleston police, at 12.31 a.m. Thursday, Elizabeth Reed of Hinton, while an ER patient at CAMC General, stole a Cedar Grove VFD ambulance and drove toward Canal Boulevard. Police said four minutes later, the ambulance hit a cement barrier near the Chesapeake Avenue intersection and plunged into the river. Reed's body was recovered inside the ambulance by a search and rescue team at about 10 a.m. Charleston police are continuing their investigation. A new Christmas movie based in West Virginia and features West Virginia's favorite bulldog, Baby Dog, premiered on Thanksgiving on Fox Nation. Christmas at the Greenbrier takes place at the Greenbrier Resort in White Sulphur Springs. The movie features many of the favorite sights and sounds of Christmas at America's Resort, including sleigh riding, tree lightings, cookie decorating, and a grand Christmas Eve ball inside the Cameo Ballroom. Although guests of the Greenbrier Resort had the option to see an early showing after November 4th, the general public can only see Christmas at the Greenbrier on the Fox Nation streaming service. Fox Nation costs $5.99 per month, but according to its website, the streaming service is also running special pricing for Black Friday, including the first month for only $0.99 cents and pricing at $1.50 per month when you buy a yearly plan. Military members, veterans, and first responders can all get one year of the service for free, according to Fox Nation's website. Christmas in the Park returned Thanksgiving night to Chief Logan State Park. The annual Christmas lights display will continue through New Year's between 5.30 and 10 p.m. nightly. Hundreds of cars drive through the park every year. At times, traffic to enter the park has been backed up to the Justice Feed Store. This year marks 28 years for Christmas in the park in Logan. The threat of a railroad strike before Christmas looms once again. More on this story ahead. WVOW News is brought to you by Dutch Miller Chrysler. On Monday, the Sheet Metal, Air, Rail, and Transportation Transportation Division, one of the largest rail unions, rejected a deal negotiated by the Biden administration. If the impasse isn't resolved by December 5th, more than 115,000 railroad employees could walk off the job. The last railroad strike was 30 years ago. 
In West Virginia, a rail strike could cripple coal production. Nearly 70% of coal moves by rail and nearly all of it moves by train to the ports of Baltimore, Norfolk, and Newport News. West Virginia Coal Association President Chris Hamilton, during an appearance Tuesday on Metro News' talk line, said the industry has not yet fully recovered from the pandemic and a strike would be catastrophic for an industry still trying to return to normal. Severely impacting run cycles at mining operations and, more importantly, to the delivery of coal to our fleet of uh, in-state electric generating facilities and uh, putting export coal on, uh, putting metallurgical coal on the export market. Railroads transport roughly 40% of intercity freight, and there aren't enough trucks or truck drivers to replace trains and train crews. Automobiles, chemicals, animal feed, food products, and consumer goods would all be halted. Though rail workers are set to receive a pay raise, the issue at hand is one of quality of life. Rail management does not want to provide sick leave to employees, and some unions have refused to accept a contract without it. Kentucky Governor Andy Beshear's office has released details on the public visitation to honor the memory of former Kentucky Governor John Y. Brown Jr., who died this week at the age of 88. I'm Faith Bannister. According to Bashir's office, Governor Brown will lie in state at the Kentucky State Capitol Tuesday, November 29th, from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., with the Brown family hosting a public visitation in the rotunda between 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Brown served as the Commonwealth's 55th governor from 1979 to 1983. He was born December 28, 1933, to Congressman John Y. Brown Sr. and Dorothy Inman Brown. He received his law degree from the University of Kentucky in 1960 and served in the U.S. Army Reserve. The governor's office says a private memorial service will take place November 30, 2022, but Kentuckians will be able to view the service through Kentucky Educational Television and the KET website. The 64th Annual Model Railroad Show, hosted by the Appalachian Model Railroad Society, begins today at the Mountain Health Arena in Huntington and runs through Sunday. The times are today from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., and Sunday from 12 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. The event involves model railroads, memorabilia sales, books, and new and used model train equipment. Moreover, Santa Claus will be appearing at the show today from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., Saturday 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Sunday from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Prices are for adults 13 and up $6 and children 12 and under for $1. One man is dead after a Wednesday morning shooting in Beckley. Beckley police said the victim, 45-year-old Juwan Greer of Beckley, was shot at a residence located at 105 Truman Avenue. The shooting was reported around 3.50 a.m. and Beckley detectives have started an investigation. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com or on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. So here we are. It's the day after Thanksgiving. Hopefully you've had a good one out there. So we get some leftovers today and some rain. There's something new nature serving us. 53, 55 with rain. We have a break in the rain on Saturday and it's warm, but a lot of clouds, 60 degrees. Rain then kicks back in Saturday night into Sunday. And Sunday will be in the 50s. Back to work, back to school Monday. Sunshine will be in the low 50s. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.